0: Hey everyone, welcome or welcome back to another episode of the Lifted Podcast. My name is Peyton. Happy Monday or whatever day you're listening to this. Hope you guys are having a great start of the week. And for this week's episode, I am sharing something that I wish I would have known years ago. It would have completely transformed my entire fitness and health transformation and all of the things that I just did wrong when it came to weight loss. And that is how you can alter your metabolism. Before we hop into this episode, if you guys could please give this podcast a positive rating and review. If you don't know, that is how these platforms actually share it to people who have never heard it before. So TikTok has its For You page, Instagram has its Explore page, and if you give this positive rating and review, that's how these platforms kind of just throw this out there to people who have never seen it before. So it would mean the absolute world. You guys can help us grow. If you guys are new here, this is called the Lifted Podcast, so the start of every single episode, I share something from the previous week that lifted me, whether it be a piece of scripture, whether something that happened, something going on in my life, anything that kind of just bettered me in the last week. And my lift from last week was definitely just how much I've been learning this last week. Like, I have found so many really good podcasts on like hormone studies and gut health studies and I've just been really in tune with that stuff recently so I've just been eager to learn more and more about all of it so this week was like really really good for it. I feel like I absorbed a lot of it and just absolutely so excited to continue to share this stuff on my platform as well as just keep learning myself to better help other people and myself. All right, so let's talk about metabolism. It is not something you're born with or then you're just left with that one forever. That is not the case. You are set up genetically with a certain metabolism. You can see it a lot in families, Um, kids that just eat and eat and eat, and they're just like string beans still. A lot of kids are like that. A lot of kids hold a lot of extra weight. I know I did when I was little. I wasn't eating Necessarily like unhealthy, it was just I was eating a lot like most kids, but like I just carried a lot of weight and that just kind of stuck with me. So, metabolism is something that has a big genetic role, but you can alter it and kind of fix it in a way as you get older and learn more. This is more so going to be an episode on how to speed up your metabolism, as I feel like that's a much more common thing that people want to know. I don't really know too many people that want to slow it down because a healthy metabolism is gonna be nice and strong. So the first thing that I will say is a given, I feel like if you know anything about the fitness world, especially like if you've been following me for a little bit, you're probably more geared towards like gym stuff because that's how I kind of started before I got into like all of the different levels of health and that is weight training. Your muscles need more food. So the more muscle mass you have, The more lean body mass that you have, the faster your metabolism is. So weight training is just superior, resistance training is just on top. Like You can do all the cardio you want in the world, but if you're not increasing your muscle mass, then your metabolism isn't speeding up. You might burn more in a session of a cardio workout than you would in a resistance, but you continue to burn when you resistance train. For hours and hours. And then, as well as that, it just, if you have more muscle mass, you just sitting there, your resting metabolic rate increases. And I mean, who doesn't want that? So, I would recommend strength training to absolutely anyone, no matter what your fitness goals are. If you're looking to be small and lean, if you're looking to be big and strong, if you're looking to just be athletic, if you're looking to just be healthy, resistance training is for everyone, men, women, all of it. Highly recommend it. It's just so good for literally everything, including speeding up your metabolism, which is definitely something younger me should have known before I decided to just walk and run and jump rope and sprint and all of the above. So say you're in a place where your metabolism isn't great because you might have done a little something you know you might not be eating enough right now because you are on a weight loss journey or you were on a weight loss journey and now you're trying to pick back up and but like maintain your lean box and you're like okay well now I'm screwed because I cut so much and like now I'm just stuck at eating like 1400 calories or something like that and like I just can't eat any more than that fun fact <laughs> humans are highly highly adaptive creatures so we can do some reverse dieting this saved me it's a slow process you definitely have to be patient with it you have to take the time to learn your body everyone's going to be different with it some people can just jump up their calories and their body adapts really fast mine definitely took a long time so a little history on my journey is that i lost weight during that 2020 2021 time period where like Chloe Tang and just not really eating was the trend on how to lose weight. And I didn't know any better. So I was doing an excessive amount of cardio as well as eating like 1000 to 1200 calories a day. And then I ended up getting into the gym and I learned that like you needed to you know eat to put on muscle. So I started eating and it just like immediately made me gain weight. So then I was like, oh, my metabolism's just like screwed. But then I learned about reverse dieting, and it's like, okay, well, here I am at 1,200 calories, so I'm going to take, like, a couple weeks, and I'm going to do 1,300 calories. And then once I stop, like, you're going to progressively gain a little, especially if you're weight training. It's going to be muscle, finally being able to, like, stay in your body. But then a couple weeks later, then you're going to want to jump up to 1,400, and then 1,500, and then sixteen. Your body will adapt to what you're giving it same way that it adapted to a lower number that you did when you were losing the weight the next thing i don't think is very talked about and that is that a lot of the times what's going on with your metabolic function is your hormones and your thyroid mixing it up because your hormones control your metabolism and your thyroid kind of controls that as well and you need fat intake for that and i feel like a lot of health standards today tell you to go for the egg white option to go for your lean white meats instead of your fatty fishes and your beef but your body needs those fats it needs the avocado the fish the beef all of that like your body just needs it so let me give you some tips and tricks and some just little fun facts about your thyroid that might help you that you might not have known before So some signs of a poor thyroid function is going to be being tired all the time, not hungry when you wake up in the morning, dry skin, and again, just not being able to lose weight, feeling like you're stuck. And here's some things that your, uh, your thyroid needs. So you might be deficient in some of these. So you need copper, selenium, vitamin C, zinc, vitamin A and B12, iodine, vitamin D, and calcium. Now, let me give you some examples. If you are looking for your copper intake, you can get that from eating beef liver and oysters. Selenium comes from beef, chicken, seafood, and eggs. Vitamin C is your oranges, your strawberries, kiwi. Zinc comes from oysters and beef. Vitamin A and B12, again, your beefs and olives. So, there are little superfoods that contain most of these, like sea moss and beef liver. are ridiculously good for you. Um, Iodine. I wouldn't recommend supplementing that. We recycle that. So if you're getting that in through your diet, you're all good. Vitamin D. Sunshine. And some mushrooms hold a decent amount of vitamin D from absorbing the sunlight. Calcium. So your dairy foods or supplementing that one. Um, Don't do low carb for your thyroid. Um, Your liver converts Your thyroid hormone and without carbs, it cannot do that effectively. So, to get in your carbs, I'm not telling you to eat a bunch of bread and refined stuff. No, fruit, honey, pure maple syrup. You can't eat homemade bread, stuff like that. Just not the super processed stuff. Your body does not know what to do with that. Your fats control your hormones, like I said. So, if you have no fat, you have bad hormones, which means no metabolism. Gut health is huge in all of this. If your gut does not know how to process foods, it's not going to be able to send it through your body to digest properly and get it out of your body properly. It's going to make you hold on. Some things that are absolutely killing your gut health are going to be seed oils and soy products and all of the different gums and stuff like that that are thrown into our foods and like our almond milks and oat milks and just random stuff. Our food dies. We have like blue, yellow, green, red, all the dyes just thrown in our food for honestly no reason. Sunflower oil, all of this stuff just poured into what we're consuming. So be careful and look out for that stuff. Our body is also highly, highly reactive to stress, especially women. Hormones are huge for us. Um, Cortisol plays a big role in what we're doing and how our body is being able to function. So trying to find ways to ease your nervous system can actually help you lose weight and increase your thyroid function and your metabolism function. So finding little ways to de-stress, whether that be going out in the sun, grounding, reading, lighting a beeswax candle, and just relaxing, breathing, meditate, yoga, exercise, go for a walk, read your bible, anything like that. Just it is good for you beyond your mental state. It can also help with your physical health. Another way to ease your nervous system is to not drink caffeine on an empty stomach. That boosts your cortisol levels and it's just not good for your nervous system. I feel like a lot of people might have been expecting me to say caffeine can boost your metabolism which technically it can. It makes your heart beat a little faster, makes you burn more a little bit but I mean, you can only do so much before you're just drinking energy drinks all day and then you, you're you probably going to feel like crap because that's uh, not good for you. My next piece of advice is do not skip meals. Try your best. I know it can be so hard to get caught up in whatever you have going on throughout your day. Um, I don't have time for breakfast. Oh, like, I forgot to pack a lunch. Oh, I didn't feel like making dinner, so I just went to bed like I was too tired, but The best mental image I can give it is kind of like your metabolism is a fire so you're gonna want you have to feed it to keep that flame alive Um, so like small portions if you pour too much all at once might not do its best function but pouring on little bits you have to keep it alive to feed that flame so skipping meals is kind of letting it simmer and just sit there with nothing to keep it burning. And then the last thing I have is something that I actually just learned this last couple weeks, and that is to increase your short-chain fatty acids. The number of those, um, I had no idea anything about this, but it can actually increase your fatty acid oxidation, inhibit fatty acid synthesis, it increases the heat production in your body, and reduces your fat storage, so it can highly regulate your metabolism and it's very complex it also has a lot to do with your gut health and all that so i am still learning a lot about this on being able to translate a lot more scientifically in a way that makes it easy to comprehend i could read to you a bunch of stats and scientifical statements scientifical that's not a word anyways statements but um I, myself, am trying to dumb it down so that I can better understand, so if you want to do your own research on that, I uh, definitely would not argue against it as I continue my research on it as well. And you are going to get your short-chain fatty acids from high-fiber foods such as fruits, vegetables, and whole grains, as well as avocados are probably one of the biggest ones that I can recommend to do that, as grains not always the best for your gut health but that is going to wrap up this episode i hope you guys learned something from it i definitely learned a lot researching for it in order to kind of help out i knew some of the basic stuff but i wanted to really research so i can again further expand my knowledge and also help someone out there who might need it to know this stuff so yeah at the end of the day your body is very unique so different things are gonna work for different people. So take everything with a grain of salt that you hear from anyone on the internet. Anything you take from my content might not work for you. It might work really, really well for you. It might do absolutely wonderful things for your body. Or you might just feel the same. Everyone's different, so you kinda gotta play around with what works for you and what doesn't work for you. The best diet or lifestyle is the one that you can actually stick with. I will swear by that. So. If you can't stick with, like, a carnivore animal-based diet, then that is okay. If you can't stick with a low-carb diet, don't worry about it. Like, you need carbs. But, you know, everyone's different at the end of the day. So, like I said, best one is the one that you can stick with. Same with workout routines. Like, oh, what's the best? Is it resistance training? Is it cardio? Is it yoga? Is it Pilates? Cycling? Anything like that? Like, again, it's the one that you enjoy and the one that you can stick with is... The best, probably like a combination. Yeah, probably. But if you have no interest in one, then uh, you don't want to sit through it. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I apologize if you heard any background noise throughout it. My entire family is here and uh, as quiet as they might try to be. They're all doing stuff right now and my microphone is super sensitive. I do apologize if you heard door shutting or full slamming or voices. Anyways, I will uh, catch you guys in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys do something this week that lifts you or someone else up.